0: Missy D Missy D She's so talented you know Mm -hmm. what we're officially two weeks away from christmas so happy two weeks away from christmas day to you today is monday the 11th of uh, december and in not next monday but the monday after two mondays time it is christmas day jesus christ going to be born and we all are going to rejoice and so are all the shopkeepers (laughs) And uh, shopkeepers have rejoiced as well because tomorrow is uh, my baby sister's birthday. Well, she's not much of a baby because she is celebrating her 50th birthday and her name is KD. She lives in Windsor, darling Windsor. And I thought uh, as this is not actually a radio program or a show, but uh, (laughs) I thought as it's uh, free for all here and I can do what I want. I will give a big shout out to my baby sis uh, who is 50 tomorrow. And it's all going to go, Pete Tong, I tell you that, as of tomorrow morning, it's all going to be all guns a-blazing. Got things to do, people to see, things to collect. Taking her out for dinner tomorrow. She's coming uh, tomorrow to uh, to posh Leamington Darling. And then on Friday, she's having a big, big party. Party Booty in uh, Windsor. (laughs) And for the last three weeks, I have been gathering clothes from this shop, that shop, that shop, this shop. In order to look good, I even bought a pair of leather trousers. I mean, I haven't bought a pair of leather trousers. Trousers, I think probably uh, in 20 years. I do love leather trousers and I think I bought them in India many years ago. And I don't know what happened to the leather trousers now. (laughs) So I decided I'm going to start spending money on me because I do tend to spend a lot of money on other people. Um, just for the love of it and not to buy people I'm not a people buyer but you know if someone wants something and it makes them happy then no matter what it costs reasonably I'll be happy to get it for them for example um, my mom loved this sari uh, that we saw just a, a few weeks before Diwali um, so I surprised her um, and bought it for her and she was like oh my god <laughs> That was 250 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you liked it, didn't you? And she went, yeah. So I bought it, you know, so that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I actually uh, thought, well, do you know what? I spend quite a bit of hefty money on people that I love and care about. Why not spend it on me? So And it was really scary. I was like, oh, press the send button. It was a pair of um, leather jeans with a sequence top. Obviously, obviously with Missy D, loving her sequences, I did try to stay away, I did, I was like, finished, no more sequence, grow up with do. but no, the sequences had to come into back into my life, so um, that was £235, um, the top came, it was too big on me, the trousers look awful, <laughs> So secretly, I was like, huh, "I can return them now." Uh, so instead, I have uh, something else lined up for the birthday bash of the century that is happening on Friday in Royal Windsor, darlings. I better not reveal any more because otherwise, all of you will be uh, attending it as well. And then my sister's going to be like. Why is this over limit on the venue here? What's going on? I'll be like, oops. I think I told everyone about this on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, hopefully I shall be looking amazing. Uh, I have still got to sort out my tops. I ordered three tops from MS. I just need a blazer. In fact, I need a Christmas jumper. <gasps> it's do you know this this time of year it's absolutely crazy when it comes to shopping shopping um and also money spending and family time it's it's just off the Richter scale not only because it's Christmas but also because all a uh, bar one all of our birthdays fall at this time of year. And I always say to my mummy and my daddy when he was alive that did you not find any other time of year to be at it? Like, you know, spring, spring bunny rabbits in the middle of uh, April, <laughs> March, April, <laughs> March, April-ish because March, uh, April ish, because sister Kay is born December 12th. Um, and then there's um, sister Anu, who's born January 10. Uh, there's me born January 20. And then my the fourth sister, Sapna, she's born on 1st Feb. So can you see? <laughs> yeah. And even like uh, my brother-in-law, he's in November. Our, our lovely Benji Rang, she's in November the same day. I told you that last week, right? Uh, as uh, brother-in-law, um, so and so the spendage, the expenditure, is off the Richter scale. But I'm a good girl because every year. I do save, I've got this thing called Moneybox, I don't know if you use it, um, I don't know about other phones, they don't exist in my life, the only one is an iPhone or a Mac Pro, so I have an Apple iPhone and um, I have an app called Moneybox, I don't know in the dark side phones whether you can use Moneybox, but my brother-in-law told me about it actually, Sonny, and um, he's like, sis, this is amazing, I mean, he he is not loaded, but I mean, he, he, he's he got a good job, so he throws in a lot of money monthly and he's like, i got 20k in there already. I'm like, I got 200 pounds <laughs> left. So, <laughs> you know, I'm a greeba banda. Bada dil wali, bada baddi dil But uh, um, money comes and goes, it flows into my life. I'm so grateful for all the money that comes into my life, weekly, daily, monthly, yearly, lifely. I touch it and I thank the universe and I thank me and I thank everything out there for, with full gratitude for never... Wanting or needing money. I mean, there are times when I've only had a fiver, right? But, you know, my life, my life went on. I wasn't, like, wanting or needing for anything. I had a roof over my head. Um, you know, I come from an Asian family, and Asians, they do not throw you out. Well, okay, most don't. Most don't. I can't generalise it, can I? I do think I tend to generalise a lot on this podcast. But most most uh, Asian parents um, and families won't say, oh, get lost, There are a few I have heard stories horror stories and I'm like what but mostly you know You've always got a a mummy or a daddy or an uncle or an aunt or a sister or a brother who will just take you in and say, what are you doing? Come and stay with me or even a friend. Uh, I've got a good friend, uh, my best mate, actually, Daljit. And Daljit, she, I've known her since school. I've told you this. Um, So since I was 11, I'm now 53. So 53, take 11. That's 43, 42, 42 years I've known her. And sorry, there's a bit of a thing on my computer. And she has always... Always said to me, if ever you need a roof over your head, I will convert the attic room and make a room for you upstairs. I mean, that is what you call a real human. And she is a really big hearted human. She is. She is um, a character and (laughs) she can be quite scary. (laughs) Good job. She doesn't listen to my podcast. eh? Sometimes she does, actually. Um, She um, is very stubborn. And she can be stuck in her own ways. I'm not not painting a very good picture of her. She's an amazing person, though. She really is. But she will be there for you at the drop of a hat if you need her in any way, shape or form. Financially, emotionally, foodily. So, you know, there's been numerous occasions where she's brought food around uh, and because uh, a couple of years ago we did a renovation and she'd be like, do you want me to bring you some chicken curry? Do you want me to bring you some fish curry? And she would. She'd just drop it off. Sometimes we wouldn't even be in the house and uh, she'd just put it in the fridge and freezer. That's how amazing my mate is. And uh, she is a good example of a human. Get on the wrong side of Delgit, then your life is over. It really, it really is. In fact, last year we were on dangerous grounds. Um, we We had... We didn't have a big fight. We had a breakup. <laughs> Sounds like a love affair, did not it? <laughs> I mean, she has been known to call me wifey for many, many years. Um, but we had a fallout over something really silly. Um, I don't think I had the fallout. She just basically screamed down the phone at me twice and then hung up on me. And I was like, Uh oh, don't call her back. The third time she's going to come and kill you. <laughs> and it then was a radio silence. For many months, many months. Um, ordinarily, I would have kind of gone, hi, Delgit. But I was like, nah, man, she's so angry. So I just thought, that's it then. 42, 41 years finished. <clears throat> and then fortunately, no, not fortunately. Let me tell you the in-between bit. So myself and Delgit, uh, although we're best mates and we've known each other in school, we knew each other in school, but didn't really talk to each other. <laughs> I think I've covered this story before. She hung out with all the white people. I hung out with all the Asian people and mostly Muslim people. Actually, uh, I went to an all girl school called Ling in Coventry. And um, yeah, I mean, she hung out with Andrea and what was that other girl's name? Paula and those kind of people. And uh, she used to sit. I remember distinctly in the sixth form reading The Guardian and eating. I don't know what chips, I think. <laughs> and I would be hanging out with Nasserine and Yasmin, <laughs> and uh, hanging out of their houses at lunchtime, watching them kill goats in the garage. <laughs> Not go- yeah, goats, actually. Sheep. When it came to Eid, I remember. Oh, my God, that's another story. I won't go there right now. <laughs> Why am I even telling you this? Oh, yeah. Radio silence. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, we didn't really talk to each other. But I, I, in those days, I was a DJ when we reconnected. And um, actually, I remember once she did call me when I was working on Club Asia Radio and she was like, hi, uh, do you remember me, Delgit? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then she had a two and a half hour conversation with me. And I was like, who is this woman? (laughs) To my mate. And it's like, who is it? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) But she kind of like went, she told me everything about her life in two hours. I'm like jesus christ anyway then uh i got booked via a mutual friend cindy as indy who was in leicester and uh cindy booked me for indy's 21st birthday indy is delgit's brother so i'm there djing and i'm seeing these familiar faces i'm like i know her i know her because her sister sat She also went to Link Hall and she was in the same year as my sister Sopena. It sort of gets all bizarre. I tell you this, right? So I was like, I know these people. Uh, And then she came up to the DJ booth and she was like, I know you. You went to school with me. And I'm like, yeah, I vaguely remember you. And uh, so we started chatting uh, from then and then a sister reconnected with us as well uh, it was a little bit crazy so then it, the the plot thickens <laughs> so my sister Anu um, has a bunch of best mates uh, Jesse, Rina, Pam, Mandy and basically down the line Pam not Pam Pam's one of my favourites by the way <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that <laughs> Jesse Anu's friend my baby sister's friend got married to Daljit's brother yeah and then the plot even more thickens because now Jesse and uh, um, Indy hang out with Anu because obviously she's her best mate. But Anu's uh, husband Sunny is having a bromance with Indy, right? You following? (laughs) And on top of that, I have a son and a daughter through Daljit. So since they were not babies, I would say four, three, four-ish, five years old. I've been in their lives. So they actually have given me the respect of calling me mum number two. And they haven't just said that. They mean it. So that is how entwined I was in their life. Um So we all kind of know each other. Then obviously the Satvir, who's Daljit's sister. She's got three kids. She's married to Alan. I know Mandy, who's her other sister, who, who is also married to... Oh, God, I can't even think of his name now, but he's absolutely nuts. Her husband is a nutter, complete and utter nutter. Um, and so I also know her elder sister, who's no longer with us, Ronnie. Uh, so <laughs> we're all entwined. So when this radio silence happened, it was so much pressure, not on like, myself or even Dalji. It was like <laughs> people kept coming up to me it's like, are you indulgent no more? Like you're never going to speak again because even our mutual friends Rajwant and Aman and stuff—they all knew Talgut. We hung out together. Sangeeta, Bindu. Oh my God! And people are like you, Talgut, don't speak. So what's going to happen now? <laughs> so <laughs> thank the Lord, my my daughter had has a beautiful brain and a beautiful heart, uh, and she actually talked to her mother and said, "Listen, you're losing a good friend here. Need to sort this shit out." and slowly but surely we we sorted it out. Why I told this whole story to you, what was it about kind humans? Yes, it was about kind humans and humanity. Um and I always think that if there's love there and if you really want something, then if you give it um positivity and loving and kindness, it will it will go the way that you want it to be. Do you know what I'm saying? So today's podcast I wanted to based on uh, humanity and it's the time of Christmas right we've got two weeks up to the run of Christmas and I'm sure most of you are really fed up leaving your house can't even get through the traffic uh, because most of the traffic is due to people trying to get into you know these these kind of shopping forts and shopping centres and town centres and all that kind of business and you walk out into the supermarket and all these Christmas decorations fall on your face and everything is Christmas, 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 Christmas. Um, And sometimes, sometimes some people might think, wow, I love this time of year. And some people might think, I hate this time of year. And it is mixed for whoever because everyone is at a different space in their life and a different time in their life. And Christmas can, I sometimes think, make or break a person there's just too much pressure i think i never thought this a good couple of years ago i didn't because i was Chugging along with the whole Merry Merry Christmas and let's all get on with it now. Come on, let's all pull out the money and let's buy 700, 800 pounds worth of gifts. Then let's go and buy 1,000 pounds worth of food and then, then let's buy 500 pounds worth of alcohol and then let's buy uh, loads more shit just in case some guests come over. Some more chocolate boxes, some more biscuit boxes, some more, um, and bits, some more nibbles, some more nuts it's just like are you all crazy all in the name of what because jesus christ was born on christmas day on the 25th of december that's what it boils down to right but now i don't think it boils down to that it just it boils down to keeping up with the joneses and putting too much pressure on ourselves mental health nowadays is huge mental health is affecting so many people in christmas uh i kid you not I, you you know this anyway is a time where um I'm sure I'd, I haven't looked at the stats or anything like that you know me I just come on here talk out of my ass <laughs> and say ta-ta, goodbye but I'm not on a serious note though mental health is big and I do feel if I'm if I'm correct I'm sure mental health goes up so much um in, in, in Christmas time you know everyone's got so much going on in their lives anyway and then on top of that they are all making plans on who is going to go to whose house at christmas who's going to host christmas now if the host is lumbered with the hosting then the host is thinking jesus christ i've got to pull out another thousand pounds because sometimes it can cost that much money it's it's not even a joke my sister the other day was trying to uh, order a turkey she's got around 10 people coming around her house for christmas and um it's about i think over 200 pounds for a dead bird 200 pounds You can buy that same amount of meat in the form of chicken, probably for about 20, 30 quid. But it's like, what do you do? Do you conform to what we are conditioned to to conform to? Because the whole world is conditioned at Christmas to put up those Christmas decorations, to buy the the lights the you know the electric sucking lights we're all conditioned to put up the christmas trees the electric sucking christmas trees sucking more money out of us and being given to the electric companies and i never ever 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 thought this way before my father used to hate christmas valentine's birthdays he'd in his fantastic uh, indian accent say "Uh, you are giving the money to the businesses i don't want to do it (laughs) rubbish i am not going to celebrate <laughs> i mean in the end he did celebrate christmas he used to dress up as santa in my mom's dressing gown <laughs> that's not even a joke my Ma- <laughs> my mom had this i think it was a striped re- <coughs> red dressing gown and we'd have the fake beard i think she we didn't even have the fake beard she used to she was my. Well, she's now retired ex-primary school teacher but at that point she was head of arts And I I think, you know, that big cotton thing you used to get in the 70s, 80s, like a big wad of cotton. I think she just kind of like got the big wad of cotton and stuck it on his face with salad (laughs) tape. Oh, God, those were the days, honestly. But no, he always said, don't buy me birthday card. I don't want to give money to a business. Give me the money (laughs) so I can go and buy my bottle of whiskey. Uh, But I mean, he had a point. And at at that time, I was like, What the fuck, man? That's just like horrible, meanie, scrooge type of person. But now it's just like I'm not being a Scrooge because I'm not a Scrooge. I'm not trying to take the fun out of Christmas. The point I want to make is this. Is there no other way that we can celebrate the birth of Jesus? Jesus, if you think about it, is all about sharing, you know, being kind and sharing love and um, uh, sharing healing um sharing positivity and you know praise to the lord now do you really need to buy so much so much materialistic things so much food to celebrate the birth of him I'm sure this jesus would be very happy in heaven looking down and saw that instead of all of us spending so much money and giving it to the business <laughs> Uh, and we actually kept that money and then gave it to people that truly needed it and I know you're gonna say you know Missy sometimes these these beggars and stuff they don't need the money, but there are there are people truly in need across the globe of money people in Africa, people in India and Pakistan, um all different but you know the 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 wars let's not go there it's the most horrific 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 thing happening right now under our nose right um and I try and avoid you know the ones with all the kind of um what do they call it um something like it's got a weird thing on it like you can't if you, you watch this at your own peril kind of thing and once and twice it gets the best better of me and I'm like oh shit I shouldn't have clicked that I shouldn't have clicked it but I mean I'm sitting here shivering thinking oh my god that's just really awful but imagine the people going through it like I watched something today. It was on the Sky News app and it was about a boy, a young man, actually. It wasn't even a teenager, probably coming up to nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, 21, something like that. And he was describing how they found his best friend in bits. <sighs> and he said he was sitting, having his lunch. They heard the explosion um, and calling out his name. They found different body parts strewn over different parts of the vicinity of the house that exploded i mean can you imagine how horrific absolutely horrific that is so and these people need help in all sorts of ways all sorts of ways but wouldn't you feel blessed that you know instead of giving your family 500 pounds worth of food that that, that probably half of it's going to go in the bin because it's going to, you know, sit in the fridge. Nobody will want it because they're going to say, oh, you know, um, I'm full and I'd want to eat Indian curry now. I don't want to eat the turkey. <laughs> uh, you know, instead of the £500 to the family, make them some roti and sabji and dal and give that £500 to someone that could rebuild their life, you know. Um, and I know it's easier said than done. And I know even if all of us gave someone in someone in need... In the world, £100, £500, £10, £20. I know it's not going to make a massive dent or a massive difference because the governments of this world, they need to sort their shit out, man. They are destroying, destroying this world. World leaders (coughs) haven't got a clue what they're doing. They really don't. For them, it's just, um, ha, I'm the leader of this country. I am prime minister. I am president. It's all a load of bollocks. They ain't got a clue, mate. (coughs) In fact, they're, they're ruining everything. Uh, so if we left it to them to try and sort stuff out it's not getting done but if we kind of get if we had money like millions of pounds then it might make a difference if we gave like a million each to another family another person and help them rebuild their their lives it'll make a massive difference but sometimes you know giving £10 here £20 there it will make a difference obviously I'm not going to say no shit you know not going to make any difference but you know what I'm saying do you understand what I'm saying maybe you don't (laughs) So I just wanted to th- say that this Christmas, I'm I'm not preaching. I'm not. I'm not. And um, I, I've had my love and kindness <laughs> thrown in my face over the last week or so. Yeah. So I've been told quite a few times, where's your love and kindness? Where's your love and kindness? Uh, love and kindness doesn't come on tap. It's the state of mind. Uh, you have to switch your mind and I've told you this before. I've told you. I've been honest. It's not easy to be loving kindness all the time, because if your environment isn't loving kindness, how do you be loving kindness? If you're in a loving and kind environment, then it's so simple to be in a loving kind environment. So if you went to like, um, I don't know, you went to like a camp somewhere in Ibiza and you got all these like hippie kind of people. That's so horrible, isn't it? That I just generalised that they're all hippies. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, you know, so okay, so if you go to Ibiza, and there's some lovely people, uh, and they're all like loving kindness and hi, how are you? Lots of love, lots of hugs, and lots of laughs. If they're loving you and hugging you and laughing and just chilling, and there's peace and there's beautiful vibes, are you going to be angry or are you going to be irritated or are you going to be like, what the fuck am I doing here? No. You're just going to be like, oh my God, this is just so good. Just peace and serenity and love and laughs and just like beautiful memories you know so you are what your environment is so you know some of us we live in toxic environments and sometimes when you're enduring toxicity from another human you have to understand that that toxicity is that person's issue and not yours yeah you can't change that person but what you can do is change your sort and if you change your sort and make it into a positive rather than a negative, then you're on your way to at least try and making the situation into a better situation than it was yesterday. I speak from experience, but I don't want to say so much about that experience. Let's just say I'm dead proud of myself. That's all (coughs) I'm going to say. So this Christmas... I know it's 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 a cliche, but perhaps instead of going down the route of going crazy, buying online, wrapping presents, spending thousands. Why not try and do human gifts? Why not make someone's someone smile? like a nice little surprise for someone that hasn't heard from you in a while. And they've always been on your mind, but you're, you're just so busy. And every week you say, do you know what? I need to text this person. I wonder what they're they're doing nowadays. I hope they're OK. I mean, I've got one cousin on my mind and she has been quite ill recently. And every couple of days I'm like, oh, I wonder how she is. But I haven't I haven't reached out to her. And that's really awful of me because, you know, if she's got worse, I will feel really bad. Or, you know, if something happens, I oh, will feel really bad. So, you know, maybe instead of giving brain space and brain time to um, presents and food and alcohol and party, sharty and uh, music. Well, not music. Actually, let's admit the music. You can never not, not have enough music. But you know what I'm saying? You know, um, it's all in the name of Jesus Christ for one day. But we are longing it out because our Christmas kind of starts on the what? the week before so 25th is a monday probably the thursday friday so 25 24 23 about 21st which is not far really 10 days time and all of us here across the world we're all going to stop everything and we're going to eat 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 drink 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 piss out the drink 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 piss 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 sorry to be so crude but it's true it's true it's true it's true and then we are all going to probably have a fight with a person in our vicinity because it's got too much, because we've all been in the same house for far too long. And then it's all turned into a Patangar and we end up after Christmas going, what the fuck? Why did I do that for? I just spent £2,000 and I had the worst time of my life. Imagine if you had thought about that £2,000 and thought, right, who can I send something nice to? Who is going to pick up that phone and say, did you just send me? This beautiful, beautiful picture that reminds me of when you and me um, were growing up and we had such fun um, as cousins. And it's just so nice that I got this amazing picture or book or this handwritten letter from you. Oh, my God. And the the genuine happiness that you will get from them. Trust me, is is priceless. It really is. You can't put a price on that kind of happiness. I do often, I do. I kind of just like, it doesn't matter, the monetary value really doesn't matter much to me. I don't kind of go crazy and spend hundreds and thousands, but a fiver here and a tenner here, once in a while I'll just kind of send something to someone and they'll be like, did you just send me that? I know it was you, Missy, I know it was you. (laughs) And just the happiness that you feel from doing something like that, that is what real humanity is. Uh, I know it's cliche but people are so lonely out there so lonely we may be having you know people we're going to be with my sister on Christmas Eve and there'll be tons of us there'll probably be up to 20 people somewhere in a pub somewhere But there could be a really lonely person who is really going through so much uh, and feels like so alone in a house, dark house somewhere, because they don't want to put the electricity on. They don't want to put the heating on sitting in the cold. And they're thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I even alive? What am I doing sitting in this horrible, lonely house on my own? And everyone around me is celebrating Christmas. So that's another thing to think about. Maybe. I mean, that's extreme, right? But, you know, there's so many things that you can do. I think there's a scheme, actually. My mum once told me about inviting old age pensioners to your home for an afternoon tea. Stuff like that. Um, My sister every um, Christmas and my mum and me, actually. But my sister always initiates it. She'll be like, OK, right, pull out your money. Mum, <laughs> uh, have you got any blankets? Have you got any duvets? And we pull out our blankets and duvets as we have this year again, this year. And we go to the homeless shelters and we give them <coughs> whatever they need. So they have these lists and they'll say, right, they really need underwear, warm thermal socks, deodorants. Actually, that's a lie. They don't really say much about the deodorants. Um, c- Clean underwear, socks, jumpers jogging bottoms, blankets, um, and then obviously food and stuff as well. So we donate food and also we do voluntary work um, on Christmas as well, sometimes Christmas Eve, not really done on Christmas Day maybe. I should, I think though my sister in America, San Francisco, I think, I think she has volunteered on Christmas Day because she lives on her own in America and I think one or two times she hasn't uh, come to England. She's here now, but um, it's it. Uh, I forgot what this church is. It's an amazing, amazing church in San Francisco. Agave? Something like that. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So she did the Christmas Day homeless um, feed. And I hate the way it's always called a feed, homeless feed. I mean, they're not animals that you got to feed them, you know? Maybe, like, call it the homeless Christmas Day banquet or something. You know, it's just making it into a positive spin. So that's uh, some things that you could do, some gifts that you could give. Other gifts are maybe just like, you know, these people, all of us have people in our life that uh, we don't get on with or we've wanted to uh, mend relationships with or make that relationship better, uh, but we just haven't. We've kind of chosen to just leave it and we're happy not to talk to each other. But you know what I've learned is that life is very short and uh, I've learned now it's better to basically try and make amends and try and build relationships, whether the other person wants to or not. If you keep at it, you keep at it, you keep at it. I say, hey, should we be friends? Should we be friends? Should we be friends? Uh, you know, like a little kid, and you're going to tickle and tickle and tickle. And they're like, get off, get off, get off, get off. And in the end, they're like, ha ah, ha so funny. <laughs> so uh, I know it's a bad analogy. I do like analogies and they've started coming out. Hold on. Let me just see how much time I've done. Aha. Uh-huh. So maybe build, um, you know, fix, build relationships with people, um, change things in your life, change. So um, have gratitude. Um, I don't want to get into my soapbox here, but gratitude is a big thing. And I don't do as much gratitude as I should. Uh, that program has gone to pot. You know, the one I was doing, the 28 day uh, magic program. Uh, I lost it at uh, seven days. So I've got to restart that and I, I will do that. But at least I do wake up every morning and I do say morning. I say morning to myself. <laughs> morning, beautiful. I call myself beautiful because I am. And I say uh, I'm so grateful today. That I've woken up again and my lungs are obviously functioning uh, enough for me to be alive today. I thank you for all the amazing oxygen that travels through every cell of my body at 99%. I'm thankful for the birds that I can hear singing outside my window because you can. Every morning you can go, you hear them going. That wasn't a bird, was it? (laughs) Uh, The dogs you can hear. Uh, I don't thank the uh, grey skies. I should, though. Thank you, Grey Skies, for at least giving a sky. You know, maybe at one point in humanity, they may not have a sky. It might just be a dark hole. And I thank, uh, I'm full of gratitude for where I live, full of gratitude for my mum for allowing me to live with her. Um, I'm full of gratitude to, to all the people that surround me with love and kindness and support. I have so many people that support me and love me, and genuinely, from their heart, Dilse, really, really look out for me, Um, and I'm grateful to each and every one of them, and every day I send out gratitude to them, Um, so, you know, gratitude is a big thing in your life, and it can change your life, and I know you might think it's all nambi-pambi, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Meditation Is an amazing thing to take up. So if there's something that you want to take up in the new year um, or share with someone around you, that'd be a good gift to share, wouldn't it? Because a lot of us uh, tend to have difficulties meditating. I do. I've got to be honest. I'm not a massive meditator. So um, if you have the know how maybe say to like a, a bunch of your friends, one, you will come round and let's do some meditation, which I think Daljit has said that to me once, actually. Uh, and she did that. She did that. Oh, my God, on her birthday. September last year, we went to a cottage. It was lovely. There, we Loads of us went and she did meditation. And her sister actually fell asleep, sat. <laughs> but it was absolutely amazing. And that for me was golden. Better than going somewhere and, uh, you know, just the usual kind of, yeah, yeah, let's get leery, let's have a drink, let's have a dance. We did have a drink and a dance later, but we actually did meditation, which is beautiful. She also can do hypnotherapy um, and uh, she's not qualified. So in the end, one of my therapists, ex-therapist, not ex, yeah, she's an ex-therapist, uh, <laughs> now friend, was like, uh, it's great that your best mate's doing that, but she's not qualified too, so she can't. tell us that." oh, God. <laughs> So, But at least she tried. She tried to give me the gift of uh, um, hypnotherapy. Uh, So, you know, all of us have skills. I have skills and I share those skills with whoever wants me to share them with. Do you know what I mean? You just got to ask. All of us have things that we can share with other people. Um, And I'm sure they'll be grateful for that. You know, giving someone a commercial gift or a materialistic thing it's just a thing, isn't it? A thing. Is it going to enhance their life? No. Will it make them happy? Momentarily, they'll be like, oh my gosh, you got me a diamond ring <laughs> Diamond Ring sits on finger. Diamond ring forgotten about. But um if you maybe I don't know, um got something for somebody that meant a lot for them. So I don't know, if maybe someone wanted to learn the skill of um painting or something and you got them a course for a 6 month course of a beginner's course of painting wouldn't that be amazing amazing it's useful it's good for their mental health they will learn from it they might even become a full-time artist from it you know so if you are going to give something and also food cooking food is the the gateway to the soul it really really is i've told you this before cooking is like love making it truly, truly is. You have to foreplay with the food and then the main event is mind blowing. And if you can cook, some people can't cook and that's absolutely fine. But if you are a great cook and you know that people love your food like me, people love my food, I'm nowadays, uh, try, I do try and i much more physically able, but it does kill me to cook. It really, really, really is. And I'm hoping to get out of this um, uh, chronic fatigue stage I will I will I'll get out of it but you know cooking amazing food for people that love it for example who was it whose food did I like I can't remember now and I was like oh my god auntie I love that can you make it for me and can you imagine that auntie turning up uh, with a big batilla of whatever she made? I can't remember what it was. And uh, and you're like, wow, I've got a whole bit of this subjee or whatever. So, you know, if, if someone likes your cooking or you know that people are going to love it, why not kind of like batch cook and just kind of drop it off at someone's house? And I swear to God, the smile you'll, you'll get from them and the surprise and the gratitude and the love, they'll be like, Wow. You did this for me. People don't have time to do that kind of shit nowadays. They haven't nobody's got time for anybody and that's really 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 sad and that for me is what Christmas should be about. About spending time with your loved ones, quality time. Not just sitting there saying, "Yeah, yeah. I I I'm I'm at the house and we're watching TV and let, let's all have a drink and go to bed." That's not spending quality time. Quality time is about having proper love, proper bonding, proper, you know, um just enjoying and um truly um being thankful for each other making memories that's what it's all about it's about making memories because life is way too short life is unpredictable and life you know just someone told me the other day that you know they someone's i think a young lady uh her brother had a car accident 21 years of age and was unrecognizable survived the car crash Um, but was only recognisable by their tattoo. Unpredictable is life. And, you know, here I am sitting here with a chronic lung disease, chronic fatigue, um, chronic lots of other things. (laughs) And uh, but I'm never going to give up, am I? I'm just going to keep going. And someone like me might probably last till the 100 birthday party, you know, because you are all invited. You know that. And Ranj, yes, I do want 100 gifts thank you very much because she was a bit discombobulated about that the last time she heard about it <laughs> uh and then there's someone who's really really healthy no problems no issues boom i mean i remember one incident on facebook really awful i think i don't know who it was you know i've got five thousand people on my facebook and bless them a lot of them are missy d fans uh, my family is probably just a handful, friends, handful, rest of fans, right? So you go through your newsfeed and you just read all these things. And I remember one uh, a good few years ago, way before COVID, I think this was, where somebody from England had gone to a wedding in Canada, Indian couple. And um, I think on the way back from the wedding or something, the bride was in a car accident or the bride and groom were in a car accident and the bride died instantly on the way back from her wedding. So, do you know what I mean? I know we all think we're invincible and we, we, we've got so much time ahead of us. Really? You know, I had a friend back in the day and she always used to say, you need to live for the moment, D. She'd call me D. And um, I was like, I can't. I've just got it. You know, you've got a forward plan. Like, what if, what if, what if, what if I've got a forward plan? Got to make sure this, 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 this. And she used to say, just chill out. Why can't you just enjoy the now? Forget about tomorrow. The past is gone. I was like, you just do my head in because I can't live like that. And now I totally, totally get it. I totally, totally get a lot of things nowadays um, from, you know, even down to the sayings of, my father and all that kind of business. But that for another day, I shall leave. So anyway, that's the end of my podcast for today. And I'm sure we shall be meeting the week of... Oh, actually, yeah, I think... Is it Christmas Day? falls on a Monday. I shall be surely doing you a Christmas Day special. <laughs> what is going to happen on it? I shall be giving you desi recipes, yeah, And desi singing, ya. Do some karaoke. <laughs> and uh, it should be a fun, as my mother says. I'm sorry, I know I was supposed to give you a double trouble, mum and me, but mum has been ill. She's got food poisoning uh, over the last couple of days, uh, so a little bit under the weather. So she promises that next Monday you will have her and then we shall do a Christmas special. Take care, be good, and I'll catch you every Monday here on the Journal of Missy D. I think now safely we can say... 4.0 but i have not changed it on the promos and stuff so I, I will get to that at some point and don't forget to now forget buying your christmas presents give love give them kindness give them support give them help prop them up be there for them that is the best christmas present anybody can ever ask for Hot, sweet, thick, yellow, green, green, green. CD.